When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on in Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up, that's your Tuesday on B&A, 6 June 2023. As we talked uh, to start the show 79 years ago, 79 years ago this day, the, uh, the D-Day invasion. But it'll be the 80-year anniversary next year, and uh, we'll never forget the day that changed the world. Lost a lot of folks hitting that beach. And, and, as, I, and as I heard a lot of people say, what, at what cost liberty? Cost a lot of uh, young, young, young men's lives. Uh, it's storming the beach that day, 79 years ago, this day, June 6th. Always one that should be etched in your uh, your memory bank. As we get you rolling on this Tuesday morning, we're going to dive into our coach's corner coming up. Coaching adjustments from Eric Spolster in the heat in the NBA Finals. What's the uh, the uh, the flip it back for Michael Malone and the Nuggets? We'll preview that coming up. Also, as we said, the uh, quarterback tiers in college football. Interesting conversation here. The Athletic.com did put out a cool story yesterday. Uh, ranking the best quarterbacks in college football and doing it like they do in the NFL at theathletic.com with tiers. Who's the best, and then who's in tier two, and then who's in tier three, and on down. And we'll talk about where, where they have Quinn Ewers coming into the 2023 season, if that's accurate or fair. We'll run into that here coming up as well. Plus some hot or not topics before the end of the hour. Speaking of hot or not, Ty, are you, are you of the young set? Because I know I am not going to be on board with this. But did you see, and I'm assuming you did not see this yesterday, Buck, did you see that Apple... Apple launched they did one of these new product launches that they're so famous for back to the Steve Jobs days when they mm-hmm. when they launched the iPad and or launched the iPod, the iWatch. They're doing some of the watch now again? No, no. They have launched the Vision Pro Mixed Reality Headset. Yes, Vision Pro Mixed Reality Headset. It's it's like goggles that you wear that's also a headset. A virtual, like an Oculus. It's, yeah, it's an Oculus uh, virtual reality. It, it retails at... Thirty five hundred bucks. Thirty five hundred bucks. That would be a hard no for yours truly. But Ty, is that something you would be spending your wagering dollars on? Uh no. I'm out on the virtual reality. That's kinda flown high and tight past me. I also saw where it only has like a two hour battery life. Uh well if you're playing longer than that, I don't know, you might have a problem. I feel like that you get sick. Have you ever put one of those things on your no. head? No. Well, yes, I had some They make uh, you dizzy. Well, it, it's it's what I saw was a pretty cool video where you can there's a clear screen so you can see through it like goggles, but you can in in three you can see screens and things if you oh, want well, to. Oh well, the the, the VR has been huge for the uh, adult film industry. Hey now, well this could replace your partner at Paris. I don't know, but uh, yeah, thirty five hundred bucks. The Worldwide Developer Conference it was uh, launched yesterday. That seems seems heavy, but yeah, pretty I mean, it's cool. like buy, it's like buying a an Apple laptop a little bit more. 
like the nicest one. Well, you know, I, I I remember. I think we all remember when the maybe you don't tie, but when the, the iPhone. Well, not the iPhone. The iPhone changed the world. I mean, there's no doubt about that. To put a computer in everybody's hand that was also a cell phone, um, just revel. But but it started with the uh, the iPod. Yeah. The iPod changed music without a doubt. And you know, Apple would tell you, and Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs, that was a lost leader. They wanted the people to get to know the iPod because they wanted to introduce the iPhone. And no, I had the original iPod. Me too. That big heavy chunk. Couldn't, mm. I couldn't. You know, Buck, I I couldn't believe it. When we when I got it because you know I love music and absolutely uh, listening to tunes and we we this is a little behind the radio scene the, the remember the Bose company oh yeah I know the Bose company but remember we were still over at the other radio station and they wanted to do promotion with us and do some endorsements on air for their speaker that adapted and synced up with the iPod so they sent you and I one those little yeah a speaker and an iPod. You got an iPhone? Free. Really? For free. This is back in the middle, whenever that came out, early 2000s and middle 2000, that decade. And yeah, I mean, uh, they sent it to us because they wanted us to be able to use it, to be able to then talk about it on the radio and say, man, this thing is, and it was. I took it home that day. I set it up. You put all your music in And I was listening to music on that speaker, and I was blown away of just how easy it was and how to to, to, to load my music onto it and uh, add new music. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And now you look at it, and it just looks like a a fossil. Well, now people don't even have, like, CD players or aux cords in their cars. Well, that's what it was at the time. That was still, I mean, there was something. There was Napster that people were Rhapsody. You know, pirating music and that whole illegal activity. But uh, you could you could you could get it. But the whole idea of streaming music, and you know who the first first guy that had that buck that changed, you know, my perception of how you get to music and what was changing within the industry was remember our producer, the heel. That's right. The producer the heel, who turns out to be Mac Brown and Sally Brown's son, Chris, uh, who came and worked for us one summer. And he had it. He had this little uh, yes, he did. hard drive, and I, I gave him the challenge of, you know, freshening up our bumper music. And he brought, he would bring his, his what, what, what do you call those? Before it was an iPod, it was a uh, just housing music, a hard drive thing. And that's the first time I'd seen that, and I thought it was really cool. Then the iPod came out. He seems like an interest. He was an interesting character. He was an interesting guy. He was very much a few stories about him. He was an interesting guy. We've got some stories on that one. That's Sally's son. Sally's son. That is correct. And doing well now in real estate. And uh, good guy. He was different. Chris is a good guy. But when he was working for us, he was was in high school. He's in high school. You were different, you know, seven years ago too, when you were in high school. Yeah, I was was a bit of of a wild card, more than I am now. Yeah, you know, we we hope we did our part to get him on the on a good path. That was the goal. But um, he loved doing the music for us. So yeah, that was. Hey, I worked here in high school too. This place has made me That's the man correct. I am today. That's correct. I wonder if uh, these uh, this this headset because I always said I'll never get an Apple Watch. I never saw a reason for an Apple Watch, but I have one now. But I didn't get it. My my kids got it for me for Christmas, and I don't really need to you wear it. Hey, you, yeah. you gave me your uh, Beats per minute, your blood pressure. Yeah, the, the I, other I, day. I, you, I can you, check my heart rate off real quick. That's well. You just push a button and you can keep up with your. Do you take calls on it or anything? You have Wi-Fi no, on it. You don't no. have any of that set up. Uh, I, as, as I predicted when they when I opened it, I could probably I, I go without it for days at a time. I don't even miss it, but because it, you know, I, I never wore a watch before that, Buck. So it was just it's just. A and new... I wear watches all the time. Yeah, you're a watch but guy. I'm, I'm a watch guy. Well, I got in trouble when I was a kid because I kept losing my watch. My parents would get me a watch for birthdays and stuff, and then oh, I'd like tying his wallet, like his <laughs> yeah, regular wallet. It. That's I'd why I don't. It. I don't wear watches or sunglasses. Because yeah. they're gone instantly. I, I would. I would misplace them. Then my mom would swear I was selling them for drugs or something. I don't. Know, I, I have a money. pair of sunglasses <laughs> now for ten years. I have a pair of sunglasses for ten years. And I remember telling my mom, I said, "Mom, I wish I had sold it for money. I really do, because then I'd have money. I didn't sell it. I lost. It. I don't know where it went. 
uh, left it in my locker or somewhere, gym, whatever. So I just got to where I didn't wear watches very often, and, but uh, either way. Uh, 3,500 bones for the Vision Pro if you're, if you're down with that. We'll yeah, get I, got this, I got my own reality going on up here. I don't need to visually start seeing it. It's called your imagination, yeah. yes. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff so going on So people are still using that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes we, we, we dampen our imagination with technology. Can we get to our headlines, though? Trending topics to uh, get you rolling on a Tuesday morning. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Start with college baseball. Palo Alto last night. Stanford, the Cardinal roll past Texas A&M 7-1 to and complete their climb back through the loser's bracket at the Stanford Regional. Second year in a row they've done that. They advance to the Super Regional round while they'll host Texas, the Texas Longhorns in a best-of-three series, knock out the Aggies back-to-back nights, and, of course, they did that to Texas State out there in Palo Alto last year. Eighth-ranked Cardinal won two games Sunday and took down the Aggies again. That sets up a showdown series this weekend between the two-storied programs. Stanford will be looking to uh, punch their ticket to their 19th trip to the College World Series. Texas looking for number 39. Earlier in the day yesterday, the Red Hot TCU offense erupted once again to push the Frogs past Arkansas 12-4 and capture the Fayetteville Regional. 3-0 and they went there, and uh, the bats continue to be hot for the Horned Frogs. They're down 4-2 to in the sixth inning. TCU rallied for nine runs over their final three at-bats and advance to the Supers. And surprise, surprise, TCU's going to actually host the one-seed Indiana State this weekend in Fort Worth. That's because the Sycamores had to decline the opportunity because of a previously scheduled conflict on their campus made it logistically impossible to host that event. It'll be in uh, Fort Worth now. Horn Frogs will enter the weekend, winners of 17 of their last 19 games. In Gainesville yesterday, top seed of Florida advanced and ended the Texas Tech season with a 6 nothing win. Uh, they, along with Duke, Southern Miss, and Kentucky, advanced out of the first weekend yesterday to join the full field of 16. Uh, College Softball World Series in Oklahoma City. Top-ranked Sooners extend their Division I record win streak to 51 consecutive games. They beat Stanford 4-2. They will face Florida State in a best two out of three series for the championship. Major League Baseball last night, first place Rangers and second place Astros both posted victories. Sizzling Rangers won their fourth in a row. They topped St. Louis. Nathaniel Lowe laced an RBI single in the ninth that played at Marcus Simeon with a game winner. Simeon did extend his hitting streak to 24 games. In, in Toronto, Houston jumped all over the Blue Jays. Starter Alex Manoa uh, scored six runs in the first inning. Corey Jolks hit a grand slam. They go on to an 11-4 win. Round Rock had the night off. News from Texas basketball coming out. Several reports now that head coach Rodney Terry is uh, planning to hire and luring Corey Schlesinger away from the NBA's Phoenix Suns to become the Longhorns' new head strength and conditioning coach. He had been the director of performance and strength and conditioning in Phoenix since 2019. In the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, all Vegas last night. Vegas Golden Knights have now taken a two games, of best, taken the first two games of that series. They clobbered Florida last night, seven to two. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That is correct. It is uh, every morning with UBO. Appreciate them uh, bringing that to you. All the news, including uh, Rodney Terry. We'll get into our coach's corner coming up. But uh, And e, our, our buck-ons and buck-offs and the gamblers, that on Thursday we still need those coming in, do we not, Ty? That is correct. Rolling those babies I saw in. some photos of you two yesterday. You oh, see me in my chaps? Me on the bull? <laughs> they were heavy, man. Remember yeah. the year I wore I my... Climbed up on that mechanical bull downtown. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, we right. put out some uh, promotional materials, we call those. I took out. I took some shots in the blue bonnets with some chaps on one year. When I had my little twenty two, my little right, Henry chaps? rifle. Huh? Assless chaps? Yes, you borrowed them from the No, Texas not assless. Club. No, I didn't. I were <laughs> assless chaps, no. But these were heavy. These Dude, are like that, that would be a good idea for, for your OnlyFans. Hey, now. Well, I know how to take some blue bonnet photos, believe me. 
<laughs> uh, well, we took some photos in preparation. This Austin Gamblers have become the uh, the partner of ours on Buck Off Thursday, and what a great partnership it is. There ever been an easier slam dunk than Buck Off Thursday and Bucket and Bucking Bulls? Uh, but listen, and here's the thing: we you know on Buck Off Thursday we take your buck ons and buck offs, but we want your buck ons all week long, whenever you want them. So when we all it's about iPhones. Just take a video. If you want to buck somebody mm-hmm. off who cut you off in traffic or uh, something that's bothering you, a, a game you're watching that didn't go your way, if you're an Aggie fan and you're bummed that uh, Jim Schlossnagel's team went back-to-back nights, not able to close it out and advance to face the Longhorns, just uh, fire it up, uh, take a recording of it, put it on Twitter, send it to us uh, at our Twitter account, at the Horn ATX with a little video. We'd like to compile those over the course of the week. Uh, and then on Thursday, we'll play the best of them and uh, showcase them, retweet them, and all of those things, and there'll be a, a winner. Every single week, I may put I may put the little things that I'm doing in, in my yard and say, "Why are you quadrupling my property tax?" And go for it. Put a little, put that up there. What, what have I done here? I want to see it's, some more videos like you and you and the goat on Christmas. Ooh, oh God, some more at home, Bucky. God, that's, some good that's where the falling right started. That's where it all started. That goat getting me from behind, goosing you, goose. I'm taking out my knees, taking my knees you. out for sure, knocking uh, me down the steps. But uh, make sure you start uh, thinking about take, taking those, and, and if you know, don't be dangerous driving in traffic. But some, you know, give us a buck off uh, in the immediate mo- in the immediate time. We want your your, out your anger in real time, not wait until Thursday. Deliver it, and the technology is there to send us a tweet, get it to us, and we'll play the best ones every single Thursday. Brought to you by the Austin. Yes, Gamblers. all chaps are assless. You're right; they are all assless. Yes, but are you wearing anything under? Well, that's the key. That's what makes as long it as you're not because you're assless if you're not wearing pants. That's true. <laughs> Let's dive into the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations, online at avconsultations.com. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. By the way, if you want more information on how to enter our Buck Off Thursday competition every week, just go to our website, uh, hornfm.com. There's a detail there of how to take a video, send it to us, where to send it, how to tag it, and all those kind hey, of so things. So the iPhone, that phone will, I mean, that, that watch will, if I fall down, will call I don't want to call a nine one one. There's an emergency alert fall. on your on your watch. I mean, what is it? Do you Life have to kind of lay in the spot for like ten minutes? I mean, if you just fall, it doesn't call. You don't need to. And if you it'll tell if you got like knocked out or your blood pressure like rapidly changes. Yeah, it will. You have to set all those alerts to be. You know, it, yeah. off it, it will call the police if you get in a car crash. And you can turn those things off, but you also can have them set to where if you feel like you need need that on. Save your yeah, life. Well, that a, a lot thing. of stories. People's lives were saved by you never, their phone or their car. I know someone that just had, had Siri saved their life. Sure, there's people that have been in like mountain hiking accidents. Sure, where it yeah. saved them because oh, car wrecks, them car wrecks were there unconscious. But you they, can call for Siri to call nine one one for you. It'll you automatically can... do it if you're in a car crash. Yep. Really nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, quarterbacks, quarterbacks, right? We love talking quarterbacks. The uh, yes. NFL, college, high school, best, best. It's the position that gets all the attention. Uh, Theathletic.com has uh, ranked their their quarterbacks for college football, the quarterbacks in college football, by tiers. And uh, this is Stuart Man. This is uh, Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman, two of the best college football writers out there. They've been doing it a long time. They're both at the Athletic, and they say tier one for college football quarterbacks this season. Buck includes one quarterback, and that's Caleb Williams. Yes, There's one quarterback in tier one. Uh, Stuart Mandel wrote it. I know Caleb and Drake May are being grouped together. Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback, but uh, uh, Caleb Williams is in a class by himself. Produced nearly 5,000 yards of offense, 42 touchdowns, just five interceptions last year. I put him among the elite of the elite to come through college recently in the Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow class. Uh, So Caleb Williams by himself. Any problem with that, that there's no other quarterback in his tier? He's the one. I would agree. 
He is him to start yes. the 2023 season. He's the dude. And then there's a uh, tier two who they say are Drake May of North Carolina and Michael Penix Jr. of the Washington Huskies. Uh, we saw Michael Penix Jr. shred the Longhorns <laughs> last uh, December in the Alamo Bowl. He's back. I think it's for a what fifth or sixth season. He was at Indiana and played really well there and then transferred and followed his offensive coordinator to Seattle. Uh, says Penix has a special arm and is in a really good situation uh, with those coaches and receivers. May has top five talent, but I'm skeptical of his offense and will be as explosive with Phil Longo in 2023. So those are your two in Tier 2. Good with that? I'm good with those two. And obviously Drake May oozes oozes talent, but how good will North Carolina be becomes a question because Caleb Williams you know, won a Heisman. Uh, Drake May still has to show, but he's won some big-time games, has a big-time arm. And Penix is interesting because that, that Washington team could challenge USC this year for the Pac-12, right? I mean, they could be in that conversation with all the returning players. And Penix at the helm. Pretty good team coming back, yes. Tier 3, this one's interesting. The Tier 3 quarterbacks in college football this year, they say Jaden Daniels, LSU, who was a transfer in for uh, Brian Kelly last year and uh, struggled a bit early but played really well as the season went on. Where did he come in from? Arizona State, correct? Arizona State transfer. Frank Harris. In his 15th year. The old man at UTSA. Yep. He's meet me. They just keep on rolling down there. They've got K.J. Jefferson of Arkansas. Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina. This one I agree with. J.J. McCarthy of Michigan. Bo Nix of Oregon. Michael Pratt of Tulane. And Devin Leary of Kentucky. Devin Leary will replace Will Will uh, Levis. Will Levis there at Kentucky. Dadgum Pratt. Any any agreement or disagreement there, T.Y. or Buck? That seems like a kind of a mixed group, mixed bag of guys right there. There's some guys I feel like that. Yeah, like deserve. McCall at Coastal. And then K.J. Jefferson. Uh, a little, little, uh, little, little heavy there. Yeah, like I think J.J. McCarthy. What we saw for him at Michigan last year, once he won that battle early and took over, took them all the way to the to the playoff, where they, you know, he wasn't the reason they lost the game in TCU. Um, you know, fumbles and you know he was outstanding again. I love J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, Frank Harris this should be in there. I would agree that Bo Nix has really, yeah. I mean, has been doing okay since he got to well, Oregon. You could, I could argue, and this is someone who grew up in Ohio and done like Michigan. I could argue that Michigan's quarterback should be in there with. With May and, and Penix, uh, Penix, I think he's he's that good. I really do. I think if, if you're a little taller, well, I can't make him taller. No, but he does have some Joe Burrow tendencies to his game, his ability to escape the pocket, keep plays alive, just just a gamer and make plays happen. I like JJ McCarthy quite a lot. And Pratt's, Nick, the, Pratt's that guy for me. I mean, watching him against USC and Tulane, all, yeah, I mean, or yeah, I mean, I'll he be was honest. a freshman last year, right? Yeah, I, I didn't see enough of Tulane football except for that Cotton Bowl where they beat USC and beat Caleb Williams. Sorry, Bucky. So at least he's got to be on that list. And Bo Nix has won. Once he got out of Auburn, he's been really good. Yes. At Oregon, and that's the name. Tier 4, according to TheAthletic.com. Sam Hartman, Notre Dame, he is the Wake Forest transfer. That's one that could be higher, right? He was a four-year starter at Wake. Now he's going to play for Marcus Freeman's team at uh, at Notre Dame. That's I, a, I don't understand why he's not in three. Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma. And if you listen to Oklahoma fans, they don't want Dylan Gabriel, the experience. They want the freshman, who was not shot five-star. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, Wisconsin. Let's talk about a journeyman quarterback. Yeah, he's been he's in Tier 4. Uh, Cam Rising, Utah. He's should still be, playing. Should be in, And should be in three. He should be in two, in my opinion. Jalen Daniels, Kansas. He's uh, He was quite the uh, two-way star last year in that uh, that, that option offense at Kansas. Tua, uh, Tolua. Tolua how, how do you say Tungavailoa's first name? Talia. Talia, thank you very much. Tungavailoa at Maryland, and then Jordan Travis at Florida State, Tier 4. Has Quinn Ewers not been listed yet? Not yet. <laughs> tier 5, Tier 5. Quinn Ewers, Texas. 
Will Howard, Kansas State. Joe Milton, Tennessee. Spencer Rattler, South Carolina. Jackson Dart at Ole Miss. Jaden Delara of uh, Arizona. And it goes on. Caden Slovis. Um, DJ Uwe Ungalale at Oregon State. Tyler Van Dyke, Miami. And Washington State, uh, Cam Ward. That's well, look, that's ridiculous. You think you think Quinn Ewers should be high? I think a lot of those guys in that tier should be tier two or three guys. Which ones? Uh, the Tennessee quarterback, Joe Milton. I like him. I think well, he that, should be at least a tier higher. Quinn Ewers should be three at least. Well, look, Quinn Ewers hasn't done it. That's the thing. Every, I mean, the yeah, one, but a lot of these guys haven't done. Like his well, DJ, what? How your DJ U? Like he has. Well, that was clear four. four. I mean, I guess I could see an argument for four, but. Tier three is where you're saying that's where Jaden Daniels had a great year for LSU. Um, Bo Nix was a Heisman candidate. JJ McCarthy, mm-hmm. those guys put Frank Harris. I mean, they put skins on the wall. I mean, say what we want about the potential of Quinn Ewers, but he hadn't done it yet. Yeah, but Frank Harris got waxed by Texas. Like you can't have a guy that's just beating up on cupcakes all year, and then once they play, he's the won back to back conference championships. Yeah. yeah, he's a conference championship guy. Still, for they're not going to beat Texas, and that was a game into the into the second half, and Frank Harris played a good game there. I'm talking about guys who and have that was done off it. The schedule that they play. That's is this just based off like stats? Is this no, this is based on coming into the and year co- and competition that they I, play against. Let me let me say this about Quinn Ewers. I like his potential. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback here. He's t- made strides, but he hadn't done it yet. He, the last time Quinn Ewers played a full season of any level of football, he was 16 years old playing high school as a junior. He was hurt as a senior, went to Ohio State, came here. Um, you know, last year got hurt and missed five games, and then when he came back, was great against Oklahoma. But as the year progressed, you know, did not you know he was a one or two read quarterback that uh, they had to rely on the run game. This is not to knock Quinn Ewers; it's a developmental position. But to this point, he's you know, he, I think I think you could argue for tier four for him. But man, even that. Yeah, I mean, how about Spencer Rattler? At one time, he was tier one. Oh yeah, the one in tier <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, that is uh, that is the fluctuation. Someone, this one says no quarterbacks from Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State in the top five tiers. Well, we haven't seen those guys play yet. I think that would be part of it. I mean, those those three new power ones, yeah. programs are all replacing quarterbacks. Alabama really hasn't even chosen who theirs is going to be yet. Georgia is in a bit of a battle. Ohio State has replaced C.J. Stroud. So clearly, those. Programs are going to win games, but who's going to be the quarterback? We haven't seen them. We've seen all these other guys play football. Yeah, and Tyler Van Dyke is name and name only right now until Miami, Miami. really does something. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I think Quinn Ewers has a chance to blow up this year and put himself up into those tiers. But, I mean. Yeah, I would like to say that Van Dyke and, and Quinn Ewers are kind of similar in that. E, but Van Dyke has played more football than Quinn Ewers has. I but he's played well, more look, football. I mean, he just he's just played more well, games. To, to Ty's question is, are you are you talking about stats? I'm talking about on the field production. Quinn Ewers hasn't done a lot of on the field production yet. No. I mean, there just hasn't. He played a good bowl game. You know, he wasn't the reason they lost the bowl yeah, game. Yeah, but wasn't KJ Jefferson like tier two or three? Like, yeah, that, he's won a lot of football games. At, yeah, but he's uh, also lost a lot of football games well, for that team. That's where they have tier and, tier three. And he's guys. been hurt a lot. Not elite, but really a good player. I think yeah, that's, that's what you would say about he, those guys. KJ Jefferson was tier three. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, along with JJ McCarthy, JJ look, JJ McCarthy, I think should be a little bit higher uh, on those on those those. Was rankings. Jefferson the quarterback when Texas played? Yeah, Arkansas. Yes. Did he have a good day that day? He did. He ran. He did. He ran. But did he have a good? Did, no. did they win? That was two years ago. Production's production. Well, I mean, but um, Quinn Ewers hasn't played. I mean, right. I'm pretty sure KJ Jefferson got benched at one point last year. Like he was not good last year and hurt. Well, uh, I I I think they're right where they have. Quinn yours because he has to prove it. He's got to show it and stay healthy for a full season. Uh, grab this offense from the leadership uh, component and uh, work with with now Paul Christ and 
um, A.J. Milwee and Steve Sarkeesian to become the top quarterback he can be. Because, look, if Quinn goes out based on talent and ceiling and plays really well and, and grabs the, the leadership mantle by the horns here, this guy, this guy can be up in Tier 2. He can be that good. And yeah, with I mean, the weapons and, and they what, have, what, absolutely. What would make him better than Will Howard? Well, Will Howard had a better State. season than Quinn Ewers right. did last year. Will Howard played like five games, though. But he had a better season than Quinn Ewers did last year. He Numbers took, wise, they won the Big Twelve, and he was the quarterback. You don't think championships matter? Adrian Martinez was there too. Okay, well, he won a lot of those games too. I don't understand your argument. Uh, I just think Quinn Ewers has done nothing. I know, but I don't think he should be tier five. But you said Will Howard's done nothing. He just won the Big Twelve. I never conference. said Will Howard did nothing. I said KJ Jefferson's okay. done nothing. All right, he's in tier three. All right, we'll come back. Good arguments, good debate. That's what it's about. Yeah. Hot or not for the end of the hour. Let's uh, pick that up. What say you on B&E? B&E. Good quarterback debates and our good quarterback debates in our coach's corner. Tiers of quarterbacks in college football. Who's gotten it done? Who needs to be more consistent? That would include Quinn Ewers. Here's an interesting text that says, there are both a bunch of coaches with tier two and three quarterbacks that would love to have Quinn Ewers in a heartbeat. Well, that's fair. Potentially, but uh, Quinn Ewers has to be more consistent and prove that he can be good. Because that's, you know, when you, we go through the, the tiers that uh, the athletic.com came out with, it's fair to say that in tier five that we read through, Buck, there are more wow names there, potentially really good players like, um, you know, Quinn Ewers. You know, Joe Milton at Tennessee might have the best arm in all of college football. He's the Michigan transfer who sparkled for Tennessee in their bowl win last year. Spencer Rattler, as you said, used to be the number one quarterback above everybody. So there are some wow names in that group, but they just have to be better and more consistent, and that would include Quinn Ewers. And somebody pointed out that uh, Quinn Ewers hasn't had, hasn't played a full season healthy since he was a sophomore in high school. So that's that's the uh, the development of Quinn Ewers, and they're hoping to put it on the fast track. But clearly, Quinn Ewers is in a group that could be rising this year. Oh, for sure. Well, they they have Quinn Ewers in the same group as Jackson Dart who's not even the starter right now for Ole Miss. Right. Spencer Sanders. Well, there are some who think that Malik Murphy with a strong fall camp oh. could push. Well, I, I, come on. Don't they? Quinn Ewers has not done anything to to completely say. Now, Quinn, now, Sark has made clear that Quinn's our starter, but he wants the other two to push him, including Malik Murphy, who had a heck of a spring game in a spring as he's gotten healthy. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying it's an open competition by any stretch, but is it fair to say, Coach, that if Quinn Ewers were to struggle to start the season that – there could be a conversation. I mean, that's I, I don't hope I don't, for that, but I, I think that'll be a quick hook. Yeah, I mean, Our, it, this last year, I mean, the head coach. Yeah, yeah, this will be a quick hook. This won't be one of those drawn out. We'll give you two more games to see how you come out. I don't he, think it'll be like he's, that. I mean, into his own team, and, and the, the team believes in him without a doubt. They're behind Quinn Ewers. They see him and what he potentially can be. But for Quinn Ewers, it's going to be about. Well, it's going to be. It's just like the team. There's no excuses. Right. And he can't be a one or two read quarterback. He's got to be able to be go through the progressions, and at, you know at times at the you know middle to end of last year he looked like a deer in the headlights in the in back there. Above, if his first option was covered and wasn't open, he was he was going to bail on the play or he was going to throw it deep to Xavier Worthy, were essentially his options. Yeah, this is a quarterback that should be well protected this year. And I'll and this is not to bash on Quinn. It's to say the point of he hadn't been healthy, he hasn't played a full season in a while. He didn't play his senior year of high school. He needs reps. He needs to play. And he I put more of his struggles on Coach Sark last year than mm-hmm. him. He did. I mean, he obviously made some bad reads at points, but I, I think the play calling was did not put him in, in a good position for to, as a young quarterback last year. Well, I think we'll see. That's going to be the, the, the question. I think Sark's proven yeah, I mean, track that, record that, that of goes, quarterbacks is Yeah, that goes along good. for all of them. 
Um, but Quinn Ewers has to be good, but he can be, right? That's the that, You have a talented yeah. quarterback. This isn't a guy. Look, I think Will Howard out of Kansas State sitting in Tier 5, I know he's been up and down, but, boy, he was really good last year, um, you know, playing in that new offense and led them to a Big 12 championship. And then, you know, a bowl, I think they, no, they got smashed by Alabama in the bowl mm-hmm. game. But, um, you know, that's, that's the guy with the skin on the wall. Same time, uh, it, it, it will determine the fate of Texas. To me, the ceiling for Texas is how good that quarterback plays or which quarterback plays and how good they play. Well, we'll find out in Tier 4 how good Sam Hartman is because he's a really, really good player. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hartman, that, yeah, him being yeah. down in Tier 4 for Notre Dame is really interesting because he was – you're right. Talk about a guy that's played a lot, and this is where I'm defending Quinn Yours. Quinn Yours hasn't played a lot of football. No. I mean, he's he didn't play his senior year at South Lake Carroll. He didn't play when he was at Ohio State the first year. Last year he got in and then was playing great, got hurt. Missed, you know, five games of a 12-game season. Now, Ty, you wouldn't think Quinn Ewers should be on the same level with Cam Rising, should you? Cam Rising is a is a baller, straight out. He, I think Cam Rising should be higher than he was listed I, yeah, to. He's, I, a, I would, he's a Tier 2 guy for me. I think he's pretty close to He's right two. there with, with Penix, in my eyes. I mean, he's won more than Penix. Yeah. Um, well, Penix. And well, he's been on some talent. He's been on some pretty talented football teams too. Well, let's put let's put Penix in, in in perspective. Michael Penix was at Indiana, where they were never good, and he led them to the top of the Big Ten when he was there. And then he mm-hmm. got hurt, if you remember, blew out his knee running to the to the end zone, uh, and that led him to transfer to Washington following Kalen uh, DeBoer, the offensive coordinator there, and brought them a good year. I, I would argue against saying he hasn't won anything. He hadn't won the Big Ten, but. Indiana was a doormat, and then the sudden oh, he can sling that thing, and he's a good player. Um, so I like Michael Penix a lot. JJ McCarthy is the one that I think is interesting. I think he, at Michigan he could be higher um, because he did lead them to the Fiesta Bowl, but he did throw two pick sixes in that game against TCU. Uh, that TCU won. TCU had everything go their way, and it was still a close game. But uh, good debates. Looking forward to college football uh, rolling in, and it is amazing, Buck, to see these. Frank Harris, what is he seventh year down there? You say yeah, sixth man. year. Wow. I mean, you look at this list, and you're like, this guy's still Bill Bo Nix is still playing college football. It's unbelievable. Tanner Mordecai, what are we doing? Uh, but that's college football today. You play a long time if you want to. Just keep on playing. Uh, but Quinn, yours, you know, this. Let's also say this for for Quinn. It's his first off season as the established starter. He gets in these. You can't underestimate these summer workouts, Buck, and him leading this team and you know building confidence within himself and within this locker room that he can be the guy. Working with Sark and the coaches, I do think that's you know Paul Christ, who was brought in as a, a special advisor to the head coach. He played quarterback at Wisconsin on his way to being the head coach at Wisconsin, kind of a similar path of Sark. Uh, both played the position, so he should have plenty of expertise. Because he's got all kinds of coaches around him. Yeah, and he's going to have Malik Murphy and Arch Manning pushing him, which is another good thing in my mind. And I think the thing that Quinn Ewers needs most is just reps. He's just he just hadn't played a ton of football. Uh, and and you know injuries are part of that. His decision's been a part of that, and circumstances. But in the end, he needs to he needs to to, to stay healthy. Well, he's got an opportunity to be the star. Actually, he, well, he does. He yeah. really does. I mean, and these then, weapons. And this is where you grab it. You know, you you take that bull by the horns right now. I mean, you got a chance to be the star on the football team at Texas, and make things happen for for the for the team itself. And you can be the guy who really is in the forefront of it. Yeah. You know, he's got every opportunity to with these with well, the receivers and, and, that they have. In, and an unbelievable offense, as I said, he will be upright. I mean, this offensive line will keep him upright. He just has to have the reads. The guys get open. They have to make the plays. And he has to make the plays. Well, and you have which to is know in the that, hands of, uh, And a lot of it is in, is in, like you say, Ty, a lot of it is in the hands of the, the head coach making the right calls. And everybody executing the calls. If he 
you know, another part of the bringing the Paul Christ idea in and, and building, helping to build the offensive line, the play action, the, the power run game. Because mm-hmm. if you can give Quinn Ewers play action sure. w- with an effective running game, you make him, him an even better quarterback. Uh, because it, it makes the reads easier, a lot of more man coverage when they're having to come up to stop the run. Boy, Paul Chris must see this offensive line and go, wow. Yeah, look at these big dudes. Those are the kind of dudes, and those well, are the kinds of dudes he's had. And I'll also say this for Quinn, you know, and for, for this team, um, you know, go back to when Sark was the offensive coordinator at Alabama and had Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones isn't the most talented player, but they had so many weapons, right? I mean, right. how are you going to defend are. all these guys? And you watch Mac Jones, and you could hand the ball to Najee Harris. You could throw the ball to Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith. And mm-hmm. I mean, just first-round draft picks across Henry Ruggs. I mean, how do you cover them all? It made Mac Jones' job pretty easy. It's where's the mismatch? Where's the matchup that I'm going to take advantage of? And that's something I think Quinn Ewers can do pretty quickly. And I believe it's why Sark and this staff have been so big on adding as many weapons as possible, going to get A.D. Mitchell from Georgia, uh, Xavier Worthy, bringing in Isaiah Nair from Wyoming, uh, talking Jordan Whittington back uh, to give another weapon out there, uh, Jatavion Sanders at tight end. Yeah, and as well as they ran the ball last year and had a dynamic player, an individual player, I think as a group, and that includes a second year with this, these guys on the offensive line, I think they can be – they can really take a lot of pressure off the quarterback and have him just execute some of the some of the ones that get you wins, you yeah, know? For sure. And you can see where Sark is going with this 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 the the, the makeup yes. of this offense. Yep. And now it needs a, a it needs an orchestrator, right? It needs the conductor. And that's gotta be Quinn Yours. That's right. At Alabama it was Tua and then Mac Jones and you know, here it's gonna be Quinn Yours. But as this text says, and I agree with it, Quinn has to improve his footwork and technique or Malik yes. will be playing really fast. And that's if he still yeah, has because the, sloppy the head coach footwork, doesn't have that time to do all this stuff now. I agree with you, and knows this team's really good if they get good quarterback right. play. That's uh, right. <laughs> and so if if he's still sloppy with his footwork and you know his lazy mechanics that we saw at times, and, and I, I think, would be disappointed if they go into game three or four and he's still real sloppy. Agreed. And they've won, you know, they've won two and lost one or whatever. I mean, hundred percent. I'd be like, wait, wait a minute. There's, I mean, there, this improvement has to stay for more than a couple games. Yeah. Uh, and that's what this offseason should be about. And it looked better when you saw him in the uh, in the spring game, but sure. there were still some times where he would lapse a little bit. And that's what really you know changed the quarterback conversation in Texas is seeing Malik Murphy step on the field and play with great technique and great footwork and, and a rocket like arm. It looks like he's watched film and been around yeah. and, and learned some things. And, and announced himself as someone who's going to be a factor. Uh, and if things don't go good with Quinn early, and he looks at times like he did last year, you, know, you could see Malik Murphy because I think uh, Sark trusts him. At this point, but again, Quinn is the established QB, but he's got a lot of work to do. And again, he's the ceiling on how good this offense, for sure, maybe this entire team can yes. be in 2023. All right, we'll uh, we'll continue. Always good to talk college football. Did you have a tip for the kids in the car line, Buck? But there is no car line you know this what? summer. How about the tips for the kids online? There you go. Let's be careful online. Spending so much time on the computer. Get outside. Get outside. Get some things done. It's gonna, you know, it's it'll be hot, but there are a lot of things you can do outside. A lot of things you can get done. Um, all right. How about volunteering from some? Uh, how about some of you young guys out there, the high school guys? I know you got some of you who are in sports, and met the ones that aren't in sports. How about volunteering some time to help out somebody you know else this cool? summer? You know, last night here at the station, we uh, Mike Craven and I recorded our newest episode of the Eyes on Texas multicast mm-hmm. that we took the month of May off, like Texas football did. But we're back. We're going to drop that new episode today, and you can check it out. About an hour and ten minutes of good football conversation covering the Longhorns. But uh, one of our, uh, we had one of our. our our sponsors bring him. He came in to see. Just wanted to see how it operated behind the scenes. Uh, Carlos and he brought his son. And, and I said, "What do you?" He's a he's a he's a 16 years old. He goes to Hayes High School. I said, "What are you doing this summer?" He said, 
oh, I'm going to relax and I'm, I'm going to volunteer at some places. Good and job. I was like, way to go, man. Way to go, Absolutely. dude. That's awesome. What do you mean volunteer? He's, no, I man, I like to get involved and, you know, volunteer my time when I can. So good for him. So that was the yeah, some kids you need, that. I some just, kids that need your help. Yeah, get, get out of the I car line and off the, offline. That. Get offline a little bit. I like and that, that. that goes with the Boys and Girls Club conversation yesterday. Yes. Get on. Absolutely. If, mm-hmm. you, if you're looking for someone to volunteer with, that's a. Good organization. I said, you're going to volunteer your time. That's awesome. Good for you, young man. Yeah, that new Eyes on Texas multicast. Uh, he didn't say anything about making money. Huh? He said about volunteering. <laughs> I think your his time dad is... looked at him and said, yeah. we might need to get you a job here. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, that multicast will be out today. You'll be able to find it on the Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, uh, YouTube page, also on the Horns YouTube page. You can listen to it on iTunes and Spotify. That's uh, powered by Grande Equipment. It'll be coming out today, which we're excited about. Also, Buck, the weekend of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, did you see they announced this year's cover? This year's cover of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Who will it be? It's always a big honor. That'll be coming out in July. We'll let you know that on the other side. Plus, Ty will lead us through some hot or not topics here on B&E. What's hot? And what's not? What's Hot, What's Not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot Not on this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning as you're getting up and out. Longhorns now know their opponent for the Super Regional round this weekend. It'll be a clash of titans. How about the, uh, the potential trek for Texas? If they can get to Omaha for a 39th time, had to go through Miami, the uh, blue blood power that they are. Their second most trips to Omaha all time behind Texas. Now at Stanford, uh, out at Palo Alto. They beat the Aggies last night. We'll get you a preview. But, man, to go through uh, what, a, what a year it would be, and which is a rebuilding year for Texas, if David Pierce's team could find a way to win two more ball games and uh, on their home fields take out Miami and Stanford. A tall order, though, if you watch that Stanford team battle back with the wins that they had over A&M on Sunday night and last night. Uh, pretty impressive-looking ball club. But uh, Miami was an impressive-looking ball club, too, and they, yes, they uh, were. handled them twice. They get that kind of pitching, and I know we heard it in the Craig Way report earlier this morning, but that pitching where we know, I think we know what we're getting from Lucas Gordon most times out, and now LeBaron Johnson Jr. in his last seven appearances has been lights out. So I think you can start to maybe expect that from him or at least close to it. Man, the, the, the wild card in the trip to Coral Gables was Zane Morehouse. Because Zane is kind of feast or famine. He's either really good and lights out, or he can be a problem with his wildness and walks and hit batters. Uh, but when in the uh, two appearances in Miami, uh, pitched two and two-thirds, struck out seven of the ten batters he faced through 42 pitches, was lights out, man. Uh, that You get that from him um, to go with what you've already got. And uh, Charlie Hurley added into that mix, you have an opportunity out at Palo Alto. But uh, it's just a really solid ball club Stanford has. They can run the bases. They can hit for power. They hit for average. Straight defense. Good pitching. It's a triple, typical Cardinal ball club. Uh, also on the hot or not, you see uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Buck announced the cover for this year's edition. Comes out every July. The Bible of Texas football, college and pro. Any guess on who might have landed the cover? Hmm. Landed the cover. Remember, last year's cover were two, co- two coaches, Joey McGuire yep. and Jeff Trailer, Because Joey McGuire... Because, of course, Dave Campbell's Texas football, heavy high school football coverage. And so both of those coaches had been Texas high school coaches who rose to uh, Texas Tech and UTSA, and Jeff Trailer's done such a great job. This year, it is another coach, and it's uh, our friend Sonny Dykes. 
Sonny Dykes graces the cover of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. And my friend and co-host on the Eyes on Texas uh, multicast, Mike Craven, wrote the cover story for the magazine this year. Uh, it's got a headline that says, Sunrise, TCU's Sonny Dykes takes his place in the spotlight, is the uh, undercard. Also on the inside fold of this year's edition is a story and a picture of Reginald Samples. Reginald Samples, the high school coach at Duncanville, who finally, at last it says, won a state championship. Been around for quite a while. Well, and he had those heartbreaking losses. Yes. He's built that powerhouse at Duncanville. And remember they had the Hail Mary against North Shore and uh, so many close calls. Finally won it last year. And so he finally gets his just due. And Sonny Dykes. King of the Metroplex. Well, and we know that uh, the storylines are deep with him within the state of Texas, which is what Dave Campbell's Texas football is all about. His father, of course, a coach here at Texas and then at Texas Tech. And uh, he grew up coaching high school football out in West Texas and, uh, you know, Kind of coached when he went out to Cal, uh, and Mike Craven wrote a great story for this. But when he went out to Cal, he kind of he went away from some of his dad's principles, which was building culture. He was all about the system and you know the offense and taking that Mike Leach air raid offense and installing it at Cal and you know produce guys like Davis Mill, Davis Love, Davis Love. What was his name? What was the kid? The uh, the quarterback Davis Davis Webb was one of his quarterbacks, and he had Jared Goff. But uh, the culture wasn't built. They didn't play together with a lot of togetherness, which his dad was huge on. No, California guy. And then he came back, and when he got another chance at SMU, right, went back to his dad's old ways a little bit and built culture first. And, and brought back the kids that wanted to come back to the state yes. of Texas from other programs. And then obviously with his uh, opportunity at TCU, did a heck of a job last year, uh, 12-0 season before losing in, a, in an overtime game in the Big 12 title game and then to the national championship game. So cool stuff. Dave Campbell's Texas football, Sonny Dykes, and Reginald Samples making that cover this year. Well, well Good-looking well, cover. Yeah, good-looking with Sonny. And he's got a lot of work to do this year, Buck. Yes, he, he does. He replaces the best player at every position on his team up there at TCU. We'll see if he can keep them in the mix in this year's Big 12 with 14 teams now. Uh, T.Y., what do you have for us in the hot or not topics of a Tuesday? Um, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little slow on the stories today. Um. So I'm just, I'm just trying to think about You had one job. I know. I know. I it's the summer the 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 summer sports stories have not been good to me. Uh but hey there is there is some news on the John Morant uh story with him, you know, with his gun issues and all the other things going on. He said he's doing Jaron Jackson his teammate said he's doing good after his uh, second incident. So we can we can maybe hope to see some some, some good change, things from some change John, some change out of John Morant in the in the near future. Well, good for him. I would hope, and I, as a fan, he's a talented guy who... Uh, you only get so many chances. That's exactly right. He's only 23 years old. Got a lot of time to grow. Let's hope he uh, gets on a good path. That would be good. You might like this, Ty. You're a junk junk food guy. You know Cheez-Its? Are you a fan of Cheez-Its, Buck? The little corn I do. chip? Oh, yes. I'll eat a whole box at once. Really? You like the little spicier ones? It's kind of like you know the lay or is it Pringles or Lay's? I think it's, once you have one, you can't. You got to go back in. Yeah, you got to keep crushing them. That's handful. I never of knew I was such a me. fan of Doritos. Oh my god, I can even just sit there and eat a whole bag. Well, of how Doritos. about this? Oh. In Southern California, if you're hiking through Joshua Tree, the mm-hmm. famous uh, hike and trail, and you're craving this, Cheez Its has opened up a pop-ups area where you can have Cheez-Its, and instead of pumping gas, it'll spray bags of Cheez-Its through your car window for free. Come on, man. Yeah, man. Nice. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Cracker dispensing pump. Cheez-Its and Coca-Cola. How's that? (laughs)
Ooh. Oh. I think as a kid, when I was eating a lot of junk food, I used to like Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos with the oh, Coca-Cola. Man. Sour Skittles and Cheez-Its with an mm. orange Fanta. There might Ooh. be another reason to get the Joshua Tree. They're going to spray Cheez-Its in your car. Great. Or in your hand. I love that. All right, we'll come back. We'll pick up the top stories and roll forward on a busy Tuesday. Craig Way has his report next hour. Also, salacious gossip and your blitz. Stick with us. Lock it in.